Oh, uh, I was, I was going to say, if you look at the live transcript, it does actually say who. It's not oh, 100% accurate, but it does record who says what. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll butcher the hell out of like our fantasy names and stuff, yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, anywho. Anywho, we are recording. I, I don't know if the Dinosaur Siri announced it on my laptop. It said that it didn't announce it, but I, I had the little pop up. Okay. All right, so last time on D and D, done something wrong. <laughs> All right, uh, last time uh, you were still hanging out at Dusk Manor, wrapping up your montage week of rest. Gwen and Lucia discussed death and friendships, and agreed to agreed to become friends and uh, allow each other to visit uh, Drift without uh, any sort of threats or anything like that to Lucia's well-being. Uh, after this, Lucia gathered you all together and revealed that she could, in fact, cross the property line. She could do it this whole time. Uh, but that she wanted to let you know out of the interest of, you know, clearing the air, getting all those secrets out of the way for y'all's new friendship. She didn't want to start it off on a sour, a sour note. Uh, that next morning, um, Brindley awoke to find her oatmeal had curdled which was uh, odd. Uh, you all went back to Vodka, uh, pick up 88 in your carriage, and found out that the carriage owner had a new device uh, to install, one that allowed the carriage to be self-propelled with uh, phantasmal steeds. You all decided on the command words for embiggening and shrinking the carriage, uh, Winnebago, and the command word for enabling the spectral horses, uh, which pierogi, pierogi, thank you, uh, which is pierogi. Um, after that, you transported from there straight to Nithis's family home via via Brindley's plant network, which is going to make traveling a lot easier going forward in the future. Uh, you had some drinks with uh, Nithis's mom, who is taking a well-earned day off relaxing in the sun while getting a little little toasty. Met up with Nithis's dad, who loaded your cart as full as it could be filled with uh, a bunch of sort of Windhavian textiles that would be very valuable in the far west. So, <clears throat> teleported back to Hokkaido with your carriage full, your shrunken carriage full of uh, textiles talked to Shiro, the leader of the dire wolves that protects that temple, and went into town and completed the great fabric caper and made a lot of money in the process. You went out with drinks with the proprietor of the shop afterwards. But in the middle of the drinks, you got a panicked message from Blair, who contacted you via the new sending stone that you gave him, letting you all know that Dusk Manor was under attack. You arrived back, and after a brief cliffhanger, you found out that pair of Eladrin and a large winter wolf were there to take Brid uh, Brindley back in the custody. Uh, they were sent by the Winter Queen because she escaped from her prison. Apparently she hadn't thought of Brindley for some time, but when she remembered Brindley and then realized that she wasn't there, she was a little peeved about it. After the fight, which of course you won, you tracked them via scent 
uh, into the woods trying to figure out where they came in from. You tracked them for several hours uh, before hoofing it back to Dusk Manor and getting some rest. And you are waking up now on the 20th of Calamity. It is a rest day. What do you all do? You're all a little, maybe a little tired from the long fight, the fight and the long trek the previous evening. I will uh, head downstairs and look for Brinley. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> were we gonna go after the? Yeah. yeah there's talk the thingy. There's talk that you're gonna yeah keep keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I'll have breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, Brindley. Yep. Why again? So I know you told us last time that you went there, you pissed her off, and now that she's here after you. Any other insight as to what to do about this? No, I really don't know. Bummer. Okay. Well, I will eat along with everyone else and then uh, prepare to head out. And then it's some spells. Right, How's right. my um, oatmeal this morning? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No issues. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> uh, and you go out. Uh, you see the uh, in the gra- in the carriage house. There's the um, winter wolf uh, that's being uh, hung. That's hung up and being drained. Um, as you get out there in the morning after he served you breakfast, Blair's out there uh, skinning it for you. Oh, Blair, so useful. What are your awesome? Awesome. What are you um, going to do with it? Are you going to make so, like a big winter wolf and bear rug? This is all I can think of. I was thinking like... Huh? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Blair, 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 Blair <laughs> I, basically I was thinking, just says... Okay. Talk. I guess there's a delay. So. <laughs> I was thinking clothes of some sort. <laughs> Blair says, I'm happy to do whatever you'd like. Uh, I can turn it into a rug. I can turn it into fabric or not a fabric, but, um, you know, clothes making pieces or I can, um, or I could just, uh, get it ready to sell for you if you'd like to sell it. Somewhere. Hmm. I could just sell it too. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we're headed out, I think. Right, guys? Cool. Nice. Well, um, uh, should there be any more issues at the estate, I will, uh, of course, uh, give you a ring on this uh, sending stone. Awesome. Fantastic. Sounds good. Sounds a little anachronistic to me, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Happy to do what I can. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you, Blair. Where is it we will be going today? 
We're going to go follow the tracks that we that tried to follow. The tree. I see. Um, and continue following tracks. Yeah, Brindley essentially took a safe point last time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's nice that we have safe points now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gwen, are you going to ask Winchester to come? Or? I think since um, we're no longer in like that that steed space, um, I think it's probably safer if Winchester hang around the house. I'll say, Winchester, you think uh, you might want to, we're going to, we might be going into danger. You want to hang around here? Maybe give Blair a hand or you can come with if you'd like. Might be dangerous though. He uh, throws his brow and he says, um, I've never been asked before. Uh, I, I think today I will stay here just for the novelty. All right. If you would like to do any reading, I'm sure Blair would be happy to turn the pages for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on. I, I, I'm still. It's it's, it's taking some it's, uh, getting used to. So Brindley is an admirable teacher. I actually like that much. Some little little worksheets. <laughs> <laughs> you leave a little substitute teacher lesson plan for Blair. <laughs> yes. Blair's <laughs> like, all right, today we're going to watch a movie. Apparently. Um, <laughs> We just oh, wheel the cart is. into the room. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a good boy, we can watch it in reverse when it's done. <laughs> Did you never have that? Uh, when I was a kid in the classroom, we actually had you know film projectors for our films in class. Oh, sure. If, when like very early elementary school, but they never. And if we them. were good kids, the class, the class, the teacher would let us. We, we should leave the lamp on as she rewound it. And so we would see the whole thing very quickly go backwards. Uh, we loved it. Children. So. Because, because that's what asks for novelty when you're in school. <laughs> well, especially when you live in St. Joseph, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most entertaining thing I've seen all month. <laughs> oh, wow. Much like the town, the. Uh, Educational films are backward. <laughs> Today's educational film, how to bully people that aren't like you. <laughs> uh, right. Very real. All right. So moving along, um, you all leave Winchester and Blair at the house. And Brenly, do you cast transport via plants? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Um, and are you turning into um, uh, hound, Houndly? Yes, I will be a doggo. Okay. All right. So roll me a survival check. Um, regular. Um, normally you'd be at advantage because of the scent, but it's been a day mm -hmm. now. So the scent is starting to dissipate. 16. Okay. Uh, you're able to find the trail uh, and proceed into the woods. Um, is there a time limit? Uh, how long will you, How long do you follow the trail? Um, I can be a dog for how long? Five hours. Okay. Um, and 
I mean, until somebody like maybe we should give up. I'll just keep going. Okay. So you all have a pleasant romp through the haunted woods, uh, following the trail. Um, who wants to uh, lead on perception? Just to keep an eye out for any sort of lurking Hello. dangers in the woods. Non natural twenty. Okay. Oh, nice. <clears throat> All right, so um, you make your way through the woods, um, uh, of not finding any any particular danger today. So a kind of a lucky roll. Uh, but after five hours, uh, when you're out of hound form, you are still on the trail. <clears throat> still, I mean, it, it's getting less and less fresh the further you go along it. Obviously, because they you know move along it. But um, you are not at the origin yet after five hours. What direction are we heading? Um, East, deeper into the woods. I'm thinking that maybe this is going to be completely fruitless. That's unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's really other than following the trail, there's really nothing else we can do, right? Yeah, you've, you've killed them, so, so they're gone. Um, Unless you would like to find a way to go to the elemental plane of, uh, or go to the Favorite and smash no, your heads no, there. No. Well, I, I just want to find out my house so we can not have them at my house again. That's the most important part. And I thought we were mainly just looking for where they came through to see if we could try to destroy it, but it seems like they're far enough away that, you know, we could probably figure out a different way to protect Mythos' house. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's not like they popped back in my house again. That's the important part. Are you guys having a really hard time hearing me again? Yeah. No. What was the first part of that? It's a little choppy. Carry on. I'll try to figure something out. Um, yeah, well, so do we just want to go back and come up with a new plan? I mean, I think that's our best bet. Okay. Hmm. Are you going to teleportation circle us? Yeah, I can do that. You, you have a thought, 88? Well, Matthew was researching some spells. But. Ah. Oh. <laughs> All right, so you um, teleportation circle back to the house. Um, uh, Blair's inside. He's got a big stew pot, uh, big stew pot on, the, on the stove. Uh, he says, oh, welcome back. Um, he says, just another 20 minutes or so, and I should have a, a nice uh, dinner ready for you. Awesome. Pulls, uh, pulls some rolls out of the oven. Ooh, rolls. Um, hmm. Sorry, I'm reading a spell. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get my earphones connected. It's okay. So much. 
So um, you'll have a, a, a dinner, a relaxing evening. Uh, no Aladdin show up that night to, um, to harass you. Murder us in our beds. Yeah. How Is that better? Can big? you guys hear me better now? Yeah, you, you sound good. How big is the area of the house? I wonder uh, if Amanda's reading the like spell the I was. Or at least where the house is. Oh, gosh. Uh, let me pull up roll 20 here. 4K, what spell are you looking at? Um, Drew Oh, I was looking at Forbiddance. Mm-hmm. Also, also called fuck out of here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what so what's it? um? Yeah, what what do each of those spells do? So, Druid Grove allows me to do a ninety foot cube. Um, to keep creatures from um. Uh, area uh, it has several effects so there's going to be like solid fog a bunch of places grassy undergrowth and also it animates up to four trees causing them to be guardians that fight until they drive off or slay the intruders and then also um, I can do a wind wall, spike growth, or gust of wind. And it lasts for 24 hours. That's pretty cool. Yes. Um, the house is 130 feet wide uh, and uh, 70 feet tall, or 70 feet. Okay. What's uh what's forbiddance do, Matthew? Forbiddance protects up to forty thousand square feet, up to a height of thirty feet, uh, and for the duration, creatures cannot teleport into the area. Uh, additionally, certain types of creatures, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead, uh, take damage when they enter the area. Uh, or start their turn there. And if you cast it in the same place every day for 30 days, uh, it becomes permanent and you can designate a password that if the creature speaks the password, it does not affect them. Hmm. It is, however, a sixth level spell, so 88 cannot cast it yet. 40,000 square feet? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that will definitely cover the, uh, the estate. <laughs> Um, I can do the Druid Grove for at least part of the area, like around the doors and stuff like that. The front entrance or whatever. Um, well, whatever I you guys like. I can't do shit. 
I can't do it today though because that's six level spell and I already used mine. So I'll have to wait till morning. It only yours only lasts twenty four hours. Yes, yeah. unless I do it every day for a while a year. Yes. I was gonna say you could at least do it and create some like tree guardians. Oh yeah, but I I have to do that in the morning. Because mm -hmm. I used uh, transport fire plants. Anyway, um, do we have other things that we're supposed to do? This is Matthew forgetting. I know we owe, well, we have to do something for the Temple of Meshiha. Are there other dangling plot threads that I've forgotten? Nitha says a few. Um, I was going to go talk to the guy who bought my sword, but that's like. That's right. Under the bottom of the list. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a fairly quick thing. I mean, it's also like hugely unimportant. So, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, you guys are sitting around that evening trying to figure uh, out ha having this discussion. Because we can't buy it back. We're too poor. <laughs> True. We could quest for it or something, or get a reasonable, a reasonable replacement. For Are we much cheaper. Steal it. No. Yeah. We're not steely types. Are not we? all of us are steely types. That's true. We're more conversators. Can't hear you, Caitlin. You're muted. muted. All right. Thought I had undone that. Sorry. I was having a conversation. Y'all just couldn't hear me. It's true. I was fully involved. <laughs> Or is your contribution? Oh, I was just ribbon, Sean. Oh, no, unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing important in any way. Um, so you also our are flush with cash. So, yeah, we've got like what 1500 a piece, something like that. Someone has a party bag, I hope. Yeah, Amanda, keeping track of that. Bag. Yeah, um. We spent most of that. No, we didn't. didn't we? No, we just no. the great fabric caper. You just got all that money. Oh right, sorry. I was like, Holy I hadn't shit. added that. <gasps> oh God, I'm glad somebody reminded us. We basically put it all on black and like tripled it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we doubled it. D DM's largesse. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. It's in my so, notes. Yeah. I just hadn't put it in the computer yet. Oh, okay. At least you wrote it down. That would suck. I think it's probably only 5,500 because I have 500 gold in my bag now. You kept some of it and then put the rest yeah. in the party bag. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So when yeah, it comes so we have to... About... Uh, seven thousand four hundred. Wow, that's a and lot. And some spare change. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh uh, no, wait! I did put it in. I just put it in as platinum. Oh yeah, oh. that's how it was handed to you. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's why. Makes sense. All right. Were there things um, 
that Nithis needed to do. We're kind of hashing out what the hell we want to do next. Yeah, I know. I, I've, I've heard everything up till now. Oh. I was just on mute for a short minute. Um, so, and this is kind of a question in character and also kind of a question out of character. Was Lucia just full of shit whenever she said that she couldn't enter the premises? Or is that actually a thing that vampires can't do? No, um, that's a real thing, but your ancestors gave her permission to come in. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's only because she was a vampire that she couldn't, like, that would be the only reason someone couldn't enter the property. Yeah. Correct. As far as you can tell. You have a fae, actually three fae's now that have entered the property, so. Yeah. Three? Yep. Two Eladrin and then the... Uh, oh, okay. A Brindley. <laughs> Two Eladrin and a Brindley. Okay. Um, so... Did, did Lucia say if, her, um, if the, her permission filters down to her children, too? It does. They can all enter the property. Okay. Uh, no, she, I don't think she actually said that. Okay. Well, it's not the property. It's specifically your house. Well, they were pretending like there was a property line, though, is right. what they were doing. Right. Yeah. But the specific vampire thing is they can't enter your home. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, Chris, those entropic wards, mm -hmm. do I think I could make nice. one big enough to protect the entire estate? You can't make them at all. But if I gain that ability? Well, I mean, your ancestor did. That's why, you're, that's why your estate's in such a good shape despite being a thousand years old. But that wasn't one big ward. It was one on each portion of the grounds yeah. right okay true but uh there was also it was also kind of piecemealed because she was escaping those attackers and stuff so okay there's the... unsure as to the limits but you know it can be a fairly large area because some of them are mm -hmm. pretty big like the ones that covered the gardens we could do yeah. the final guardian what go we could do ask Lucia to free the final guardian and talk to that. That was yeah, that was something you did have coming up. Uh, she asked, yeah. she just she needed a little time to build a restraint, but then she said, uh, "Whatever you got back from your great fabric caper, to reach out to her via sending stone." Uh, I we also expected that to take more than like twenty four hours, so yeah, I'll send to her for yeah. that. <laughs> um, so I do have a lead of a potential solution you know the wards that we had to break whenever we first got here there's a no. ring no yeah, i do i know i was just being your brat okay <laughs> a stinker okay <laughs> you feeling all right yeah i'm fine okay <laughs> um there i have a lead on the ring that was passed down through my family that was able to make those wards and i'd really like to find that ring if at all possible it's in windhaven that is troubling wow. yeah you're not allowed in windhaven <laughs> yeah well i'll have to be disguised that can't be too hard right 
I mean, to disguise yourself from a whole empire that has exiled you? I mean, it's not like they put my poster up and said, not invited. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Like, I just have to avoid running into people I know, right? Do do not accept checks (laughs) from this this person. (laughs) This is a picture of your ID at every cash register in the town. (laughs) In the whole empire. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know where in Windhaven the ring is? Uh, it was last seen in Colifolio. Is that right, Chris? Kefaleo. Uh, Kefaleo. Yeah. The former capital of Argus. Oh, oh so not say. in Windhaven proper, but in the, confi- in the Empire. Gotcha. Well, it gets a little more complicated than that. Uh, that's where the military academy is, where I trained. So just a little, oh. a little more complicated than that. Yeah, but it was there at one time. How long ago? Chris, how long ago was it? Uh, it's been about a thousand years. Oh, that's a really <laughs> long time. That's where, uh, that's where Natharian took it. Hmm. That seems like not the greatest plan. It's a real needle in a haystack. Yeah. It is a very, very tiny ring. Is there some way, since you know about it, that there's something like more high powered than Scry that could be able to find it? We could find a higher level magic user to help us. Is there something greater than Scry? Oh, I guess I'm asking. Wow, I'm a sorcerer. I don't do none of that nonsense. No, I blow things up. I don't think there is anything more than Scry. And I think we learned that Scry can't target objects, just people. Can't. Yeah. People in locations. You could try a detect object spell, but we have to be within a thousand feet of it for it to ping. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> And Taylor, yeah. if you have any questions, DM me. I know you're. I don't. I, I. I just want to make sure. I don't want to say anything because I know you, you like to be precious about the what you get, what you dole out. So. <laughs> precious, nice. <laughs> so. um, I don't really know what to do at this point. So I we really want that ring. Ah! <laughs> Just a head appeared out of nowhere. What? <laughs> His head appeared out of oh. nowhere. <laughs> above, above Amanda. So we can we can go talk to the sword guy. We can um, go try and find the ring. We can um, talk to Lucia ah. about the guardian. Um, or we can go to the try to find a way to go to the Feywild and treat with the queen to get our. our I think that's a boat. terrible idea. That is a terrible idea. Yeah, well, there's also the Maishi like uh, Hawk gonna... you all. Uh... Oh, yeah. We oh, can yeah, find yeah, out yeah, what yeah, that yeah. is and see if that's a multi stepper. Probably is. What did they say to us when, when we signed up for that, though? She Didn't she say, don't come back until you're ready or something like that? Yeah, the first yeah. time, but then she told us to come back recently, right? 
we had you're, a you're on a, uh, a timer. You've got like a little less than a year in a day. So, yeah. Not like a, not an urgent timer, but the clock is slowly ticking away. So, other really, so, uh, that's the thing with the most of a, a time limit on it. And those are most of the plot threads that you haven't picked up yet. And then, of course, there's you know, random shenanigans that you can choose to get into as well. <laughs> Curveballs. Right. <laughs> you go wander through um, the some more and almost die. Fun little yeah. Amanda surprises, I like to call those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. We could go. Wait, we can't. That's right. We can't tell her parents that she's dead. No, we can. She just doesn't want to do it herself. Right. Okay. Which, I mean, fair to be real. Fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally fair. So add that to the. Uh, uh, if somebody's keeping track of these dangling plot threads, add that one to the list. <laughs> I don't particularly want to be the person doing that either. No. Um, it's probably going to be 88 and Gwen just showing up on the doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, Gwen your daughter is dead. Gwen. We're here for the horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Keep the horses. Yeah. As a consolation. <laughs> yeah, here's a here's a here's a five year errand as a consolation for your family member. <laughs> oh. Lord. Um, well, yeah. So before if we decide we're going anywhere before we leave, I do want to cast. Uh, Take ten minutes to cast the uh, druid grove, kind of in the front area of the house. Okay. Uh, Anti way. So go ahead and describe describe to me what that looks like. I'm just curious. Want to paint me a picture, a mind picture? So, um. I have a 90 foot cube that does not include the building. Um, I'm trying to want to like mold around it. Um, so a heavy fog uh, takes place and kind of like seeps up from the ground and it's difficult to see. You can't really see through or uh, move through it. It causes uh, messes up the movement, it's rough terrain. Um, and then in some places of it, these weeds and vines kind of grow up from the ground, ready to trip or snag anyone that comes in without permission. And then um, kind of near the entranceway, four trees starts to uh, let these shimmering druidic symbols across them. Yeah. And uh, almost awakened, but not really awakened. But um, <laughs> they start guarding the gate, <laughs> or start guarding the entrance of the place, and waiting to see if any intruders will come through to attack. And how long does that last? Uh, Twenty-four hours. It gets like, like legit, like. Animated haunted housey out there. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, basically, Friendly goes out there and just starts doing this, like, <laughs> spooky apocalyptic shit with the front yard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and as you come back in, Blair's just sitting there and he's like, oh, um, I don't suppose all that will go away on its own, will it? Uh, I did just trim the verge. Oh, yeah, it, it'll go away in uh, 24 hours. Splendid. I mean, I could undo it and you can get more. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you can do it if you want, Master Brindley. I just, um, you know, was planning my day. Okay. All we need are full size candy bars, and we're the cool house on Halloween. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, have we decided what we're doing? Um, what the fuck? I'm gonna kill a cat is what I'm gonna fucking do. Um, <laughs> anyway. Bold choice. Wasn't expecting that narrative turn. <laughs> <laughs> Pet murder? What? What are you? They're idiots. Um, so it kind of sounded like maybe we wanted to do the Maishiha thing. I think so. Because everybody said no to the going and finding the ring, right? I mean, we didn't say no. It just seemed like a really big risk for like something that was there a thousand years ago and is small it's, and easily moved in a place full of people. It's worth I, looking into, but it, it's going to be a hunt. Yeah, I definitely want to look into it, though. So FYI, yes. I'm, I want that fucking ring. <sighs> Ooh. Huh? Do what? Sorry, I'm um, looking at a thing. And other than getting murdered by the Fae Queen, the, the Maishiha thing is the only one with a time frame on it. So It's a very long time frame, though. True. And if we're going there, we can also talk to your Ooh, the sword guy that guy. stole your sword. Yeah. Okay. Well, before can... we go ahead, I was gonna say I can, I can, I can do a thing that would help with the possibly help us track down where the ring is. Mm. Oh, okay. Ba -ba 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 -ba. It's a shame I do all my notes virtually now or electronically because I can't pick them up and like rip them up and dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can do that now or we can put that on the back burner and come back to it. What are you thinking? Uh, I know a spell which will allow me to uh, petition Inca for uh, answer to a single question. So, like, what I can do with, yeah, I can do that with Enigma, guys. Um... <laughs> oh. Is it called Legend Lore? No, it is Divination. Oh, okay, that's different. Mine's called Legend Lore. I don't know if I know that in-game. No, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's, I'm using that spell, but it, the effect of it is basically that Enigma goes and looks stuff up for you. <laughs> Good effect. He doodles it. So it's like, ask, yeah, we're, we're, we're friends now, so. 
Okay, that's probably <laughs> good. Ask Avi. The, yeah. <laughs> every, whatever you need that eldritch knowledge. <laughs> All about that eldritch knowledge. That seems like it's probably gonna be fine. Definitely so, no issues there at all. Yeah, so, no, it's great. Which is more likely to work, or are they both equally likely to work? Oh, no, I've already done mine. That's what I got. It's oh, in Confolio. Okay. okay. That's it. That's why I mentioned it, because I have nowhere else to go with this, unfortunately. So we could see if Inca, Inca can enhance and zoom us in a little bit on... What is the CSI? Enhance. Is Inca going to take a blurry Enhance. photo and show it? Is that what you just referenced? You bet. Inca, enhance. Come <laughs> on. I mean, yeah, 88, if you don't mind, that'd be really great. Okay. So for this... I need incense, which I have, and a sac sacrificial offering appropriate to my religion worth at least 25 gold. So um, for just a, a deity of artisans and, and crafting would just 25 gold pieces, that precious metal be a worthy sacrifice or would I need something else? Um. Does it have, sorry, did you say, did it have a material cost? Incense and a sacrifice oh, worth like to my religion worth at least 25 um, gold. Yeah, I'd say 25 gold pieces worth of scrap metal or um, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Ingots. All right. So if we mark 25 gold out of the party loot, I can cast that spell. Cool. Keeper of the bag. Yes, it's happening. Mm -hmm. right. I'm going to. There we go. So 88 will go out to the smithy. We'll get all that set up. He'll burn some incense, uh, set out the offering, and he will ask. Hmm. What did you say the name of the city was that the ring was Kefaleo. last seen in? What? Kefaleo. Kefaleo. I also have the name of the ring. I know that I was given it, Chris. I have no fucking clue. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. <laughs> Edder comes to Perry. I'm Is sorry. That good? Yeah, right. Excuse <laughs> the, me. The Aetercansaperi. Aetercansaperi. That's the name of the ring. Okay, I've now forgotten the name of the city. <laughs> Kefaleo. Yeah. Aetercansaperi and Kefaleo. Aetercansaperi. <laughs> fantasy name Kefaleo. strike back. <laughs> Can you uh, type that? Yes, <laughs> I will put both, both of those in Messenger. 
Uh, give me a second to copy and paste because <laughs> Kefaleo is in your handout, by the way. You can actually read a little bit more about the city in your handout if you if you so choose. Um, because I, I give good handout. Sorry, my I'm a little more my setup's a little more cramped than usual here. I don't have a keyboard or mouse that are handy. There's Peter Hans Perry. There's Definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right. Uh, Amy is going to ask. Um, if we travel to Kefaleo tomorrow, will we find the Eta Consuperi within the city? Okay. You ask that question, and we'll take a quick bio break, and you'll get your response. So that can... <laughs> the reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. I guess what I'll be doing during the short bio. Yeah. <laughs> Writing a cryptic rhyme. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. No, I'm not going to be jerking it. I'll be writing a cryptic rhyme. <laughs> Hi, Colleen. Thank you, Colleen. <laughs> All right, we'll be back at five. Okay, so you, you cast the spell, the your newly repaired... Uh, smithy filling with the smells of incense and molten slag as the as the uh, ingots that you put in there as an offering melt away uh, and uh, does it say it doesn't say okay uh, and then as the um, as the uh, ingots melt the uh, molten slag starts to form into letters uh, on the uh, table in front of you, uh, eventually spelling out the following. Uh, as it kind of cools into these, these shapes of these um, letters. Uh, An artifact forged by the hands of God you, gods you seek. Lost time and veiled an opaque shadow. It will not be found in the upcoming week, but the path to its recovery starts in Kefaleo. Nice. So maybe it will relay that to everyone else. That means it's possible. Fantastic. More info than I have. Hey. Well, and it means we got to go to Kefalan so, in order to find it eventually, too. So mm-hmm. it's a starting spot for the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's going to be a bit of a wild goose chase at least to start with, for sure. I want to talk to Lucia before we go anywhere about her um, her murder puppet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, do we want to take care of the favor from Ashia? We at least ask what they want. I kind of thought we had to like, kind of commit like to doing probably, it to find out what it was. Like, we had to show up ready to do it before they tell us about it, right, Chris? That's the impression I got. 
Uh, yeah, they, they said show up when you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm guessing, I mean, just from the scale of the thing, doesn't it make sense that it's probably not just a, you know, go deliver this package halfway across town, <laughs> that it's a multi-step kind of a that deal? That would be a delightful undercutting of the narrative suspense, but it is yeah. not. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not, they have to deliver a package across town that the priest of Maishiha is just kind of lazy about things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they brought two people back to life. So, um, what do you guys want to do? Well, we can have. Uh, why don't you go talk to Lucia? Yeah. And then, uh, what time of the day is it now? Oh, that's loud! What the fuck? Paul's just eating. Wow. He's a very enthusiastic. Yes, four kind of pot. <laughs> no, he's scooping food out. Of a bowl. Oh. Yeah, it did Very pick loud. up weirdly loud in the mic, but yeah. um anyway. Anywho. So yeah, I'll um <laughs> that evening I'll wait for Lucia. You can also Oh. Yeah. I'll call her on my son and stuff. <laughs> Although probably what polite to wait till dark, right? Uh, yeah, what time is yeah. it? It's it's been most of the day. It's probably about dark now. You you all this is after dinner. Um, Y'all had you know, spent most of the day hiking and tracking down that thing. You can also right. ask her if there's any way that she can think of for a, you know, a, 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 a fey warning system around the house. Yeah. In case we get invaded again. Or if she knows the Fae Queen. <laughs> well, and just to remind you, the being notified isn't an issue. Blair has already told you that anything that comes on the property, he can. Well, that's true. Yeah, he can detect. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm worried about it because I don't want my place to be burned to the ground or anything. But also, unless we're already in an untenable situation, we can get back here instantly. These are these are Winter Court Fae. They won't burn the house. They'll make it chilly. Mm. Which right now sounds like a treat, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> At this moment. Right. Oh, they didn't hurt the house, did they? Yeah, they no. were throwing like fireballs or something at it, weren't they? No, there's just some slush on the porch. Mm. <laughs> but they were trying to do damage. Fear us with a great fake court. There's like uh, the, all right. Uh, it, it was yesterday, you you uh no, they didn't actually. They got Blair. Blair was maybe a little hyperbolic when he said they're attacking the house. Uh, but um, you got when you got went outside. They were standing out there. There was some slush on the porch, and they said, uh, "You know, hey, give us, give us Brindley, or, or else, <laughs> or else kill us." Which we went with option B. <laughs> Either you give us the prisoner, or you kill us. Pick, pick wisely. <laughs> Exactly. Listen, guys. <laughs> you seem nice, but we're gonna have to go with killing you. Are you sure? No, you know, no one ever goes with option A. It's always option B with you people. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no one ever goes, okay, take our friend. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Fun prison. Said <laughs> no one ever. <clears throat> All right. So I'll go ahead and message Lucia. Lucia. 
All right. Um, you hear a, a voice say, go for Lucia. Hi, it's Nithis. We're back. Welcome back. Was your trip lucrative as you hoped? It was actually nicely lucrative. Thanks for asking. Oh, wonderful. The kind Excellent. Of we are. What's that? Did you say you forgot what kind of friends they were? I mean. Yeah. Just as well. I'm so happy to hear that. I said, uh, is this the kind of friends we are? Yeah, yeah. You guys have been talking a lot lately. Um, she says, I'm assuming you're calling about the, uh, the, um, my bodyguard, as it were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just to check in. I hey, thought I was going to be I'm gone a lot some longer. Sighting in D&D. Yes. Uh, she says, well, the, I've got the, um, the uh, restraints already, so you can pop on by any time. Cool. Um, where do I go? <laughs> she says, um, she says the town's asleep, so you can just come on in. She says, uh, I'll be waiting for you. Okay. Does anybody <coughs> have any truth spells? A zone of truth, sure. Yeah. You do? Cleric spell. It's a cleric spell. Yeah. Would you want to come with me to interrogate a murder puppet? I think we should all go with you to interrogate the murder puppet. Oh, last great. Time okay. we, last time we split up, I died. I'd like to come. Sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we left you in a hotel room and you died. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to go by yourself anywhere from now on. It's probably should not be doing that. Right. Hey, I mean, yes. you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a deep trauma I'm working on, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Would it be faster for us to take the carriage? Uh, probably uh, not yet. Uh, you still don't have a, the road repaired between Dust Manor and um, and Drift. Okay. Then we race a cart down this road. Yeah, but it was dangerous as fuck. Yeah, it was. You can't if you want. It'll be uh, at night, especially. I mean, you run risk of damaging the carriage. Yeah, we can walk. How long does it take? Like 30 minutes or so? An hour? So you you all walk your way uh, to Drith. Uh, As you arrive, um, you see... um, for your first time back in Drith, uh, in a while, uh, you see the familiar kind of half timber style buildings, uh, every, you know, um, and uh, you see uh, Lucia uh, just kind of uh, leaning against the um, kind of the uh, there's a little wall around the town, and she's at one of the gates, leaning there uh, with a, a flask. As you as you come, she gives a cut, sort of a little uh, raise of her flask to you. <coughs> How's it going? She says, "Good evening." She says, uh, "No, it's not too bad." She says, "That's you know, it's a it's a quandary for us." She says, "We uh, love the summer for the temperature, but we hate how little time we have outside during." Hmm. 
Fair enough. I never thought of that. Yes, yes. Uh, I was. Uh, <coughs> well, welcome back to Drith, everyone. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. He says I've I've got uh I've got my bodyguard uh, all chained up in the uh, blacksmith shop. If you want to follow me there. <laughs> in the what? Blacksmith, blacksmith shop? shop. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. Um, as you start as you start walking to the blacksmith shop, she says, "It took you dreadfully long to arrive here." She says, "I've been thinking." She says, now that the Marquis is back in the uh, back in the historical Dust Manor, uh, there used to be a road between Dust Manor and Drift. She says, uh, perhaps we could start to rebuild it if you're interested. She says, it's mostly still there under the dirt. It's brick paved. <clears throat> How much do you think something like that would cost? She says, um, well, she says it'd be a gift from Drift to you. Really? She says, why not? Oh, she says it'll give, it'll give the people something to do during the day, and it'll give my people something to do at night. Okay. Sounds good. <clears throat> she says, yeah, that um, sounds good. She says, it's been too long since my children have done some physical labor, she says. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll find the whole process dreadful, but you know, a little, a little dreadful manual labor is good for the uh, ennui, as it were. I was going to say, is this a punishment? She says, no, it's not a punishment. She says, just um, something to shake up the routine. She says, uh, you know, Selena and Tansy have been real kvetching a lot lately about this, that, and the other. Is there any? Is there anything? We can, is there anything we can do for you? Like, bring back from our travels? And I mean, we do get out and about fairly often, so we can keep an eye. Well, on any it. any like, fine spirits you happen to find on your journey, I am coming. <coughs> I got you. She says. Yeah. Hey, I suppose uh, anything fashionable. She says the the kids do like their dress up. <laughs> all right no seriously though she's gonna make her kids build this road you want something to cry about i'll give you something to cry about <laughs> that's, what's happening. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening but, but my lace fringe is all dirty now i'm just imagining um, the, she's, the she uh, opens the door to the back she says oh yes neil she says you'll forgive their absence so some of them are a little skittish around a lot of you since the last time you guys bumped into each other there was a whole they almost died we didn't get off on a great foot did one of them die no 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 almost oh okay sorry i misheard you it wasn't necessary despite the fact that we've all died once before she says that makes them even more frightened of death for some reason (laughs) i guess the true (laughs) promise of immortality is is, uh, changes the equation i guess Uh, she opens Actually, when she opens the door, you just uh, feel a little bit of this darkness emanate from the room. Mm. He says, um, I'm not sure what you're hoping to get from him. Uh, he is, in fact, quite twisted and corrupted with uh, whatever it is that twisted and corrupted him. Well, I'm hoping to find out if there's enough of them left to say why they were here to attack in the first place. 
All right, so uh, you go into the room and, uh, you know, the last time you saw this bodyguard was at a distance. As you get up close, like, you all take a moment as there is this, like, eight and a half to nine foot tall creature uh, bound in adamantium chains in front of you. Uh, standing there docilely at the moment. Wow. She says, now, did you, hopefully this should all be enough. Um, uh, you, you just see those red eyes that you saw in the other creatures that were there in the best manner. She says, so um, I currently have him under a bit of uh, domination. Uh, would you like me to release that? It would be a little dangerous, but... Should we cast it? Own a truth access to his mental faculties. Under domination, he doesn't have access to his mental facilities, right? No, he's just sort of a walking, well, whatever this is. Corpse? I hesitate to use that word. Uh, I'm a walking corpse. This uh, is something else entirely. Can be different types of corpses. That's true. So can zone of truth be used on someone who's under domination? I mean, I could, I could, I'm, speak, tell her everything. I am your master, do it. <laughs> See, I mean, whatever's in there is very deep. I don't think he has any sort of conscious access to them. She says, but well, you uh, have the I ability will, uh... to do the, the mind thing, right? So you could do that, though it is with, not without risk. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You just hear a slight <laughs> chuckling in the back of your mind. <laughs> also, the zone of truth will not work on telepathic communication, only speech. And it will only work if that, All right. if that counts as a creature. Should. Okay. Everything right. counts as a creature. Okay. So I'm going to start by just leaving everything as is and trying to make a mind link. Hello? <laughs> Hold up. Wait a second. I got to think about this. I've been thinking about it for like a week, but I got to. Hello? Um. <laughs> You uh, establish a mind link and you immediately find yourself in a storm of darkness and maelstrom and chaos. Uh, uh, and uh, I mean, you're, you, you're, you're not, this isn't like with Enigma where you've trapped. This is, this is just what you're getting. Like there's nothing that's um that's uh even resembles sentience in this this is just like a malevolent dark energy do so um in order to mind link it does i think it does require knowing a language so i get the yeah. impression that maybe it doesn't know a language anymore uh well you mind link so it must okay. Well, I'm just going to try forcing through, like, a, the thought of Nitharan right, and, like, what she looked a, like. Um, 
charisma check. Charisma check. So not a save. Um, I'll allow you proficiency on it. So I guess just yeah, it would just you can just roll this a save. Obviously, they're like you okay. don't get like the win bonus for it. Twenty three. Um, you uh, you project this into the maelstrom uh, and just get sort of a whipped kind of mentally whipped around with just this uh is this fl- like kind of like flickering of uh kind of mental sargassum just detritus comes whips by you it, like images and sensory bits that are too distorted or corrupted to make any sort of sense from uh, and you hear a voice in your head that you recognize as enigma oh this there is much corruption here much much time has passed these memories exposed to sort of twilight radiation he says let me assist you perhaps I can help make some sense of this in for a penny, in for a pound. All right, let's do this. <laughs> um, and as you kind of close your eyes to the real world and concentrate on this mental link, uh, you feel a in this sort of mental space that you're in, this sort of dark shield project from you, giving you this sort of bubble of calm in the maelstrom. Mm. Uh, he says, try again. Mm. So I'll project the image of Nitharn again. All right, roll me another charisma save with advantage. <clears throat> okay, first one's a 12. Oh, not 20, motherfucker! Um, excellent. Uh, I'm going to put away my ice cream really quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, put away your ice cream. <laughs> it's going to melt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have ice cream in the freezer, don't we? Yeah. So cold. <laughs> I'm definitely not chilly, but I am cooler than I was. <laughs> Holding a, a half gallon of ice cream in your lap will definitely help. It did <laughs> like a it. Per- <laughs> a little personal air conditioning unit. <laughs> That you get to eat. It's kind of the best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So yes, I will uh, project the image of Nitharan again. All right. Uh, once again, these sort of sensations start rushing at you, uh, just sort of twisted and corrupted. But as they get closer and they hit this sort of shield that's around you, they slow down and untwist. Uh, and you find yourself holding a large two-handed sword in one one big meaty paw as you uh, 
slice down this woman in front of you. Oh no. Nathorin? Um, no. Uh, oh. uh, and um, uh, as you slice her down, you hear somebody yell off, uh, off to your side, get away from her. And you turn and there you see Nathorin uh, launch a spell uh, at you, um, uh, which <clears throat> hits you harmlessly. Uh, and you start stalking towards her. You feel just an intense wave of, of uh, excitement as you head towards your quarry. Uh, and uh, you see Natharan raise her hand uh, and everything freezes. Uh, uh, as you see her on the other side of what looks to be a fish tank now. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <clears throat> and she looks at the woman you've just slain and just turns and runs. And it kind of fades away. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I don't know that words are going to work, but I'm, I'm going to say why. Why attack? Alright, roll me a charisma check. Okay. <clears throat> oh, another good one. Is that an advantage too? Uh, yeah. Okay. So 23 was the first one. 23. Um, once again, these, these sort of sensations come around you. As uh, Enigma says to you, be careful not to go too deep. This you might lose your way in the mind of this beast. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, and uh, you see um, you're standing there um, with your large two-handed sword uh, and a whetstone in one hand scraping it uh, as you look around uh, at your comrades uh, you see um, a, a kind of a sort of a, a kind of a tall fighter though shorter compared to you uh, kind of a little uh, a small halfling, perhaps, sort of with a couple of daggers that he's sharpening. Uh, you see Oh, the wizard, yes, the uh, wizard, a uh, tiefling with a sort of um, kind of like sun yellow skin uh, and bright red hair. Uh, he's just sitting there kind of flicking just like harm harmless little flames in his hands. Uh, kind of bored, you get the idea. Uh, and then there's the um, cleric who is standing there in front of you. Um, and Nithis, you recognize the holy symbol is that of Kyrax. Oh. Um, oh. And, and it's kind of all you can think about is how exciting the slaughter is going to be. You've got, you know, this house full of defenseless royals, nobles, rather, not royals, nobles. It's going to be an easy score. Money in the bank already. You're ready to, you're thinking about all the, uh, all the people you're going to bed at the tavern afterwards with the money that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about being bathed in blood, how that's just going to feel good on your skin. It's been too long since your, your blade has thirsted for it. 
Uh, and as you're thinking all these thoughts, you can barely make out what the cleric is droning on about. Um, as Nithis, as you struggle against the bonds of memory to try to recall with better precision what, what this person who is desperately avoiding paying any sort of attention is hearing while he wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you just catch little snippets. This is it. You know, finally, our crusade after so long, you know, hundreds of years, we will be new, new pantheon, new gods. Blah, blah, blah. He just keeps going on. You don't care. You got your money. You get your money coming. The okay. only thing, the only thing that hasn't, that doesn't stop you from striking that guy down right now and taking your money is that he seems to have a habit of finding new money for you in the future. That's your only loyalty to him. Still, wow. you find your hand involuntarily flexing on the blade. As you consider it for just a moment, how easy it would be to snuff out those around you, take everything they have and start again somewhere else. No. Wow, that's a straight up psycho. All right. No, not this time. You're going to, you're, you're not like the last time. You're going to keep with this group, going to keep making that money. Hmm. All right. And as, you, as you're thinking about, uh, as you are thinking about how much, how just that, that bloodlust, that rage within you uh, is, just, you just want to let it out. Uh, you, you hear Enigma say, come back now. I Nithis. run to Enigma. <laughs> I uh, don't like this experience. Uh, says, uh, you, um, uh, he, he says, you should end <clears throat> this. He says, I've been calling your name for some time now. Oh, end. Can I shut the mind link down? Uh, roll me another Christmas hat. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, you would think. No, I never learn a lesson. Oh, thank Jesus. 22. <laughs> I thought it was you, going to You sever the six. connection uh, oh, and find yourself uh, standing in the room. Uh, the rest of you, um, Nithis Nith has just been standing here for about eight or nine minutes. Um, uh, kind of unresponsive. Uh, and, and after, uh, and then uh, she, she comes back too. I take a really deep breath and blow it out really fast. And uh, <clears throat> I'll look at Lucia. Are you 100% sure you can kill him if you lose that dominion and for some reason? She says, um, I stopped him once. Do it again. Okay. Because that is a straight up psycho. There is nothing okay about that. There's nothing beyond feral murderer left. Don't she think says, there was ever she... there wasn't anything ever but feral murderer. That's all it ever was. Well, she says <laughs> I got that impression from what it was doing in the woods before I came upon it. Yeah, real bad, real bad. Uh, but it does look like this guy, just being a feral murder hobo, was following a cleric of a crusade, and that's why oh. they attacked. A religious zealot, even better. Oof, she says. Mm -hmm. it's kind of... Yep. That does answer my question, though. I really appreciate you letting me attempt. <clears throat> she says, what are friends for? Exactly. 
so hard to trust. <laughs> she says, I'll wait for you um, all to leave before I undo its manacles just in case anything's gone awry with his noggin. Yeah, that's appreciated. Um, yeah, I, if you did, we plan, we haven't set a date to leave yet, right? To go Guys. to to go to Maishia? Uh huh. No. No. Okay. I think we'll still be here tomorrow, mm. Lucia. If you want to stop by tomorrow evening for a drink. Sounds good. I look forward to it. Noise. Are we uh, certain we do not wish to help? I mean, I'm happy to. We're, we're, I'd be happy to help if she wants assistance killing the thing. Oh, she's not going to kill it. It's a toy. It's her puppet. It's not a toy. Oh. It's a bodyguard. I, I uh -huh. need something I can trust and intrinsically to watch over me while I sleep. You understand? Yeah, but murder pup is much more funny and still realistic description of what's going on here. I like it better. Well, she says that's that's fair. She says I just don't want you to think I take any sort of joy in this in this sort of arrangement. But murder pup it does have a nice you know ring to it a certain certain connotation. <laughs> Just you know, wet, your, can wet your beaks before you go, or do you have to? Are you in a rush to get back? Oh no! I mean, if you, if I, I've got time to grab a drink. You guys cool with that? Sure, we yeah. don't have anything else to do. That's fine. All right. So she, uh, you all head over to the tavern, which is uh, empty. Uh, she slides behind the slides behind the bar and uh, says, uh, "What do you have?" Whiskey. <laughs> something bright and flavorful i don't know what that is but tequila sunrise for the kobold <laughs> i like the sound of it for you brindley um surprise me Okey -dokey. <laughs> <laughs> and two fey pop out of the <laughs> <laughs> watch all uh, uh, all right so she uh and and I actually, I actually say that out loud. <laughs> she, uh, she uh, pours um, a uh, tequila sunrise for you, Gwen. Uh, a a nice, uh, nice snifter glass of a fancy whiskey for you. Uh, and then for you, um, Amanda, she uh, makes you a uh, kind of a a Manhattan. Okay. Though, mm. whatever they would call that in a fantasy land, a, a cartel. <laughs> A cartel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she also slides an empty glass to you, idiot. So while we drink, I will go ahead and let her know about our fey troubles, apparent. <clears throat> Since it's also going to be in her territory. She says, um... Well, I mean, who hasn't at some point or another crossed the Fey by accident? Um, she says, what direction did they come in from? I, I can keep an eye out for them. East? East? Oh, that's on the other side of your property. Well, if you want, I can perch a vampire looking off in that direction. The, we traveled for what, a whole day following that trail? Uh, yeah, about eight hours total. Between all your various eight hours total, yeah, we walked about eight hours total following said trail, and 
there was no one, there's no end in sight. So we don't have any idea where they actually came from. Um, Blair is able to let us know when anything is going on. She says, um, they arrived yeah. yesterday. They arrived yesterday. Yeah. Is that right, guys? Yes. yes. Yeah. She says, well, um, they probably arrived um, four or five days ago. Uh, she Fine. says, um, uh, winter ladrin tend to cross over on the new moon. Okay. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Do you know anywhere if you're familiar with these woods? It might have any sort of energy or connection between realms that they could cross over it. You're looking for a face circle. Yes. She says, I'll be honest, I've <clears throat> if I have any ones I've come across in my time here, I've ripped out. Let's just say I don't have a great relationship with any of the uh, fake courts. <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> She says, which I is probably why it took them so long to arrive. She says, I felt like I've done a pretty thorough job, but of course, it's, you know, I <laughs> surely haven't found every ring of mushrooms or old forgotten tree. Well, and I mean, a five day, four or five day walk, that's a decent head start. <clears throat> she says, yeah. that information. Mean, she says, though, I, they may not have known where she came in from. She says, I'm sure they had to probably use some sort of scrying or something to find her. That was my next question on how on earth they found her. So we probably need to get you an anti-scry necklace of some sort. Friendly. Nithis has one of those, doesn't she? I have an anti-scry room. I do not have an anti-scry oh. device, I don't think. <clears throat> For some reason, I thought you had one. So. Okay, Right, Chris? I don't have one, do I? I don't think, no, I, I, I don't. I think you looked into getting one at one point, but never actually did. So. <laughs> yeah. How much does one cost? Uh, I, I believe they're uncommon. Let me just double check real quick. They are uncommon. Yeah, they weren't particularly hard to get last time. <clears throat> last camping. Uh, they're probably. 250 gold pieces thereabouts. Oh, we can definitely afford that shit. Yeah. Would it work, though? I mean, it, they wouldn't be able to scry on you. Or use any okay. sort of divination to find you. They already right. know. Well, they may already know where the house is, but when the other the other two don't return, they who knows what they'll do. I, I think, I mean... You I can't my, scry across planes, can you? You have to be in the same plane of existence. But it might be, um, I mean, it might be <clears throat> wise to take Lucia up on her, on her offer um, kind of around the next new moon. I would assume a vampire could get back to Blair to have him warn us faster than they travel. And, and Lucy, if you have someone that, you, <laughs> that ends up, you know, Needing a little, needing a little boring duty out in the woods. <laughs> she says, "Well, yes, the next new moon is uh, almost a month away. I'm sure they'll be sick of road work by then. They'll be clamoring for the sitting in the woods and watching the trees." 
sign them. <laughs> they can sit in my treehouse. We can we can discuss that when it gets closer. We don't. I don't want to. We don't have to make any firm decisions now. All right. Speaking as Sean, I've had worse jobs. So. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Well, thank you very much for this, Lucia. I appreciate it. Lucia. Anytime. And it is, it is Lucia, right? Lucia. Yeah. Okay. Because I said it wrong a, lot, a bunch. And then I, I tried to correct. <laughs> it, it kind of it intersects with my speech impediment a little bit, so... I, I kind of slur that second half of it, so I'm not. If you say Lucia, Lucia, Luthia, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna correct it. So okay. It's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect the NPC by saying her no, name wrong. <laughs> I, I gave the players a good faith effort to assume that they're doing it right, unless they say it, unless they intentionally say that they're doing it to piss an NPC off. <laughs> yeah. This drink was delicious. Yeah. Anything oh, anything new about town? This is very this is very shiny. I like it. She says Can I have no, another uh, one? <laughs> Oh she yeah, she pours you another one. She says, No, I mean to be fair, you got you the you four are the only exciting things really going on around here. I picked a very quiet place to um well spend well, hopefully are my summer years, but are probably you know, could be my autumn years, could be my winter years, who knows? It's it's quiet and unexciting, which is a nice break from wind that's... Yeah. So, do you periodically clear out the woods around here? It's it. It's. Oh it, no, we do it every day, every every night, honey. We we um <laughs> we. That's one of our one of our nightly duties is we go through the woods and make sure that there's nothing bad approaching the city. It's part of our protection plan. It's one of the reasons you know, this is a help make this as an ethical of an arrangement as possible. We protect the city. Everyone always tells us that the woods are very very dangerous whenever we leave a town. Well, that's because they are, okay. she says. And to be fair, before I arrived, I mean, Drith was constantly ravaged by monsters from the woods. The world is a more wild place than it was in my youth. You know, the, oh, okay. it used to be that you could travel from Carthol to Crailson along one heavily patrolled road and encountered nothing along the way. Those days have long since been that does seem crazy. Have you had anything that you've had trouble with in the woods? It's the haunted woods, I mean. So really, you're the biggest badass around? Um, I mean, there's, you know, we've had sort of spectral entities, you know, weird aberrations, <clears throat> you know, just your, your, your run-of-the-mill forest monsters. Forest really monsters. silly int one time. Ooh. You Certainly. you released it? Oh, we, we we came to an accord and it left. Yes, that's good. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to be heading out again. Uh, we didn't actually intend on coming back so quickly. I think I said so. Yeah, we'll be heading oh, out again. You need to keep me updated on your comings and goings. We we have these sending stones. Um, unless yeah. unless there is something you wish me to do, but. The lives are yours. She's so seemingly trustworthy, and it makes. Me <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> to be fair, nothing actually like Miria Felker, though. Yeah. <laughs> nothing at all. Miria Felker wouldn't be caught dead at a dead end town like Drift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of differences there. Miria cool. Felker was, a, was far more uh, power hungry and cosmopolitan than that. <laughs> <laughs> True. So I guess I'll finish my drink and probably say my goodbyes and start heading yeah, back. Yeah, you, you all chat a little bit more, a little small talk here and there. Finish your drinks and say your howdies and get back to your just men. Not too much of a men bustering goodbye. <laughs> Only a little. No, no, she doesn't. She doesn't follow you to the door or anything like that. <laughs> Though she tells you that the residents of Drift do do that stuff all the time, and it drives her. <laughs> Because <laughs> I think we established it's fantasy Wisconsin at some point. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds familiar. Does she warn us that the woods are dangerous just to <laughs> just to be aggravating? No. <laughs> be careful out in the woods. We know. <laughs> Make sure you call me when you get home so I know yeah. you made it all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it is the 21st of Calamity. It's a week's end. You all make it back to Dusk Manor without issue. Uh, rest up. Uh, you wave at your awakened, semi-awakened druid trees as you come back home. <laughs> they just sort of wave back, whether in the breeze or on their own accord. It's hard to tell. Can't really tell. <laughs> all right, well, going to go to bed and, and then wake up and go to do our duty? Duty. Yep. I know. I said it just to giggle because I had two tequila sunrises and I'm three foot and I'm two foot six. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that should be the plan, correct? Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. I'll, uh, I'll share with Blair what we found out about the new moon and all that <clears throat> so he knows what's going on. Oh, yes. Um, if you'd like, I can search in the library for anything about Faye. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Uh, Winchester can help me. Oh, uh, yeah, he can. Thanks. Great. I'm going to sleep, I guess, inside of my room. So I just probably have to. Oh, before I go to bed, I should have a conversation with Winchester. Oh, okay. So it's still the twentieth. Uh, it's probably after midnight. So it's the twentieth. Yeah. Uh, earlier, okay. earlier, late hours. You, uh, you, you come into your room and find Winchester filled up at the foot of your bed, which, of course, is like I mean, you're so small that it's it's essentially like you know you both have a whole bed that's worth to yourself. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he asleep? Yeah, but he kind of looks up as you come in. Hey, Winchester. Good evening. I wanted to talk to you before we're going to go head out. Um, we're going to go do a favor for Maishiha to kind of pay them back for, for bringing us back to life. And I wondered, have you, have you thought at all about what you would like to do as a being, as your own being? I mean, you can come with us. It's not. It's it's kind of dangerous, but um, you know. But it, so I thought I would kind of see how you 
see how you feel about that. Uh, <laughs> I've been says, thinking uh, maybe, well, maybe Lucia um, find a place for you in town. He says, it seems like my presence would just be a complication. You'd have to keep track of me during combat and remember that I'm there and all that stuff. So, you know, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it's best if I stay here with uh, Blair and and continue my education and, uh, you know, figure out what it is I want to do with my life. I promise I won't be upset if you use your magic to summon another steed or something in my absence. That was, that was going to be my next question. Well, and... Uh, I don't think, I mean, it wouldn't be a relationship like we have of. I should certainly hope not. <laughs> I mean, of, of, I guess, kind of peers, you know, being to being. Although it actually kind of is described that way, but, you know, in any case, I thought I'd ask you about it. Well, and the actual. Um... Find steed spell is is a spirit that you summon and then dismiss as you will. So it's yeah, it wouldn't be like you'd be bringing another dog into the house and yeah. all those shenanigans, sitcom shenanigans that would ensue. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of why I asked. It seemed like seemed like you might try to build yourself a life of your own of your own accord. So. That is the plan. And Lucy seems like a, a very nice person too. I'm sure. I'm sure she'd she'd let you if you wanted to visit the town. You know. I says I don't think I'm ready for that yet. <laughs> well, if you if you want to chat about it, I'm I'm here. But I've had I've had two large drinks, so I think I'm going to try and get some sleep. He says, yes, you reek of tequila. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine I reek of a lot of things. <laughs> you know, you have a very you're a very sensitive sniffer. You know, is it is it bothersome? I can go take a quick bath. No, no. Go to sleep when okay. he says uh, I, I'll make sure that Blair has a glass of water for you here at the hall. That's very kind of you. Mm. <laughs> And I pass out. When you are a very good boy, Gwen, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> as, I, as I go to sleep, I imagine I feel little scratches behind me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you all wake up the next day. Uh, not too hungover. It wasn't that big of a night. Uh, find a, a perfectly, perfectly delicious breakfast for you. Um, uh, on on the breakfast table, um, and um, you also find a. Uh, uh, no, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that time yet. But Blair has announced that he is um, tanning the, uh, the the hide that he took off of the winter wolf. He says so. In a little while, it should be ready for sell selling or or crafting or whatever he's going to do. With it. So it seems to have some sort of magical properties about it too. So it should fetch a fair penny. Mm. Is my um, pig ready to be cremated yet? Um, oh, uh, Blair puts a box in the table. He says, oh, yes, um, I went ahead and did the privilege of doing that for you. Thank you, Blair. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my back of holding. Um, he says, um, would, you, would you like a, a better urn for the final resting place for your pig pot? 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, if there's anything else I can do to be of service, just let me know. Wait. It definitely needs a nice urn. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna hand... I thought we picked one out in oh, okay. City. Are yeah, we actually I'm... going through with this plan? It was a good plan. I don't think, I mean, I don't know that I'm comfortable with deceiving her parents in this way. Nor am I. <clears throat> well, Maybe it's going to be you after all, Dennis. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say I'm not comfortable handing them a cardboard box of ashes. If I'm handing someone ashes, they're going to be treated respectfully, and we're going to play this as it needs to be. We're going to do this right if it has to happen. But I, I just want to clarify, because Brindley, you've talked to us about this, right? This is Caitlin asking. Yes. I've talked to AD about that. Oh, okay. So then, no, I, I think you told all of us. Oh, yeah. You told all of us, yeah. Oh, yeah, I told you the plan, but yeah. Okay. So, Brinley, is what what are her parents' last name? I forget. Corther. Is the Corther's daughter still alive? This is a really long pause. Yeah, that I'm should trying be, to see what I can say. It should be that big of a pondering <laughs> of a question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly, apparently, it's not a yes or no answer. Chris, I'm gonna send you a message. Yeah, Chris is leaning <laughs> forward suddenly, so I imagine I mean, you, you you found my typing tell. Some typing going on. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, no. So Brindley Corther is dead. Yes. All right, that's fine. It's enough for me. These these poor people are suffering. They have no idea what's going on. Brindley, are you ever going to treat them as parents again? No. She's dead. Is this too practical for Nithis? I think this is pretty on target for Nithis. No, this is on brand for Nithis. Oh, it's, I think no, this is I on just, brand. I was just laughing at, okay, she's dead. <laughs> Son, it's a very, I know Brindley paused, but the answer is. It, it wasn't an in game pause, it was an Amanda pause. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it seems to me that Brindley died, and we tried to revive her and it didn't work. And there is no body. I'm comfortable with I'm comfortable with that. Well there's because the ashes. True. But no no ashes. The ashes no, the ashes are no. No fake pink no. ash. But then why did I kill little pig? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> we didn't have this conversation before you did it, much like awakening Winchester. But then you weren't alive for that decision, so she couldn't have talked to you about it. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? But then it's a dead pig for no reason. Kind of, yeah. Yes. Isn't that sad for the pig and the pig's family? Yes. Yeah. So why won't you let the pig fulfill its purpose? Because that would be a lie. And that isn't really too bring comfort to a human family is not necessarily a pig's purpose. 
What now that resurrection well, magic is possible? Imagine if Brinley's parents use the ashes and try to resurrect her. Yeah. Well, it would work. Good call. They might resurrect a pig. <laughs> and then we'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> God. That's Maybe. the consequences True. I don't want to deal with. <laughs> I mean, we can tell her family that she is dead. Mm-hmm. We just won't deceive them with pig ash. Too funny. How much does Brindley actually look like she did before, like facially structure wise? I mean, you've seen the, you get the two pictures, right? Yeah, very little. But like, there's no. It's not like a sister type of look or or a relation type of look at all. They're completely They're dramatically. Different. A different species, so it's pretty okay. Cool. And then, right. I mean, I guess if uh, if you put human make like human prosthetics on Brinley, like if if Brinley was an alien playing a human in like an alien version of Star Trek, <laughs> like you never really could at- recognize the actors under all that prosthetics, usually. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, that was sorry. Cool. That metaphor ended up being really weird. It made sense <laughs> in my head, <laughs> but uh, it, I don't think it translated well to you know in person speaking. So, <laughs> okay, so do they have they? We don't have the mirror that they did, right? Correct. No. no. Okay. Um. Do did your parents know that we had the ability ability to teleport? No. No. Probably not. So who's up for just sending them a message? I believe we could use tree stride or transport via plants. That's true. Okay, so you definitely want to do this in person. I think that would be the most respectful. Okay. Brinley, do you have memory of of Brinley's life? Would you like to be called something other than Brinley? Possibly, but I haven't decided yet. Okay. Then we'll just have to worry about tense confusion for a little while. Do you have a do you have a strong enough memory of Brinley's life to, to use the plants? I don't know anything about Brendan's life, but I know about East Hill. Okay. Hmm. And and I assume from from what you said earlier, because I think you said that there are questions you can't answer. Mm-hmm. So it would probably be best if Brindley isn't there for the conversation. Yeah, I think that's pretty key. She shouldn't yeah. be there. Yeah. Definitely not. Your daughter's yeah. dead, but here's like a reanimated tag version of her. Version of her. Yeah. No, no bueno. No bueno. Okay. So do we want to do this now? Go do our errand first. I mean, Sean doesn't want to do this at all. <laughs> Sooner Sean is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Nithis was trying to get this sent as a message. So. <laughs> I, tell you what, it's, it, I think it's probably going to be a pretty uncomfortable conversation to role play through. 
So we can we can just say that you do it, and I can we can describe it rather than role play through the scene. So. Yay! Yay! Thank you. <laughs> well, I will remind you all. We have we. I know we don't have never used it, but we do have the X card system in. So if there are things like this that you really don't want to role play, but oh. we can you can invoke that, and we can say you know it happened, but we don't have to go into detail for it. So. I like this much better. I don't want to have this conversation with anyone in any way, shape, or form, fake or real. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> no, 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 that's uh, that's fine. I just want to do it. I don't say we have to role play it, but oh, okay. Yeah, just yeah. And, that, and that's done. the thing with X card. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to apologize to anybody. You just say I, I don't. I'm not comfortable with this scene. And then we either uh, we can either you know reverse and edit it out, or we can skip you know kind of skip past it, uh, but say that it happened. So um, so that's what we're gonna do. So yeah, you go and have the conversation. It sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are yep. it, 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 actually i'm kind of glad too because uh it's a little triggering for me because i had a, a friend pass away when i was 18 who was an only child uh, <sighs> from the parents that had a hard, hard time conceiving so yeah it fucking sucks <laughs> it's real bad um you handle yeah. the conversation i'm sure with grace and dignity they thank you for telling them but they're clearly heartbroken and devastated and then you come back to dusk manor and presumably have a lot of dreams <laughs> yeah Sounds right. So Might be the first time that Nithis has been actually fully shit-faced in, like, what, a <laughs> month and a half now? And since you gave the invitation to Lucia, she, she shows up too. Nice. <laughs> I've got oh, do, you, do you snag some of the god ale for Lucia? Oh, yeah. And, and she walks into a buzzsaw of emotion. <laughs> so, you know, so that's fun for her. I imagine that's what Brinley was doing while we were wrapping things up. She was getting the god ale for Lucia. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. God um, ale. You want to buy a whole keg of it? Yeah, sure. Nice. Put it, put it in your cart, <laughs> your carriage. Yes. <laughs> All right. So see if Blair can figure out a way to reverse engineer it in the cold room. It's a miracle, Sean. I think it's divine. You can't reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, so uh, we'll say uh, a, a keg of God Ale. Um, let's say it's uh, 50 gold pieces. Okay. Not bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're all That, that doesn't, co doesn't cost them anything. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. It just comes out. <laughs> and most people, you know, don't bring a keg or, you know, buy it by the keg because they live here. So, um, <laughs> all right. So you do all that. You come back with the keg of God Ale. Uh, Lucy's like, oh my God, this is the fucking best ale I've ever drank in my life. Where did you get this? <laughs> East Hill. Um, there is a tavern that was, uh, had a keg blessed by a god, and now it tastes amazing to everyone. Well, um, well, I always heard that East Hill was a shithole, no offense, so <laughs> glad they got one thing going. <laughs> and Brinley takes literally no offense because she couldn't be arsed. Not at all. It was fantastic. She says, it is it reminds, very good. She says, it reminds me of this ale I had once when I was alive, she says. I've never had an ale that's tasted quite like it since. 
How long ago was that, Al? <laughs> oh, she says that over, she says, well, let's just say they were whole, using a whole different calendar then. <laughs> <laughs> she says, and I'm a little tipsy, so doing the, the math in my head, but it, it's, you know, over, oh, he's over a thousand years. Just leave it at that because, you know, lady never tells her true age. Oh. <laughs> I've been a thousand and twenty nine for some time. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, I guess vampires are renowned for their vanity, so. That's very true. <laughs> all right. Well, we get we get all schnockered up. Shit faced. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, all right. It's now the twenty second of calamity. It is a moon's day. Y'all wake up uh, feeling a little physically and emotionally hungover, um, but with a day full of opportunity ahead of you. What do you? What do you do? Do we want to head to Hokkaido and? Yeah, we can do that. Go get started on this Mashiha quest. Yeah. Do you mind if we stop and talk to the sword guy first? Absolutely. Sure. All right. <clears throat> so we off to Hokkaido. All right. So you bamf back <laughs> to the temple. Uh, Shiro greets you all. Check the bush for messages. Uh, no, new, no new messages. He says have arrived. Any uh, any unusual goings on in the woods? Uh, he says since two days ago. No, it's been quiet. No. No news is good news. I where guess. did, where did, uh, where were we at when um, Blair called for us? Were we like at? You were, you, um, you were at a tavern in Hokkaido. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We were celebrating our deal with the vendor that we. Uh, yeah, we sold the soaps too. I just, yeah, I just didn't remember if we were drinking still or if we had been in an inn. Yeah, you you were still out drinking. Okay. Well, I guess we'll head into town. All right. So you uh, make your way through the woods. Um, nothing leaps out at you this time. No, no sad ghosts or anything like that. <laughs> uh, you make yourself no make your way, make your way in Hokkaido, uh, and roll me a, an intelligence check. See if you can remember where exactly that shop was, Gwen. All right. Oh, okay. It's not gonna go well. Nine. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes uh, it takes a few hours of walking around, kind of, because this is still a city that you're somewhat unfamiliar with. Um, but you do eventually find the place. It just, you know, instead of making a beeline there, you had a couple hours of getting turned around, side alleys and streets and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and you, you make your way inside uh, and see the familiar shopkeep standing there, uh, kind of showing off uh, some baubles to a wealthy looking patron who is kind of looking around the shop with feigned disinterest. <laughs> uh, but when he sees you, he says, oh, um, yes, yes, uh, go look over there if you want to see some more baubles. I've got 
uh, some new customers I need to assist. And the person says, well, I, I never, and heads out. <laughs> he says, well, welcome back. Welcome back. Does any brought more friends this time, perhaps with more artifacts? Um, no, actually, I, I wanted to talk about um, the um, person that you bought my sword from. Um, I brought my friends because uh, I, I had been murdered by the time that you were. Uh, he looks confused. Sword. He says, "But I bought the sword from you." <clears throat> ah, I, I'm. Ah, yes, that was an imposter. Yeah. Oh, murder yeah. imposter. Did we establish? I had no idea. He says, if I did, murder goods. He says, "If I did, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have purchased it. This is a shop of well repute. I." I'm not some some you know uh, shanty town pawn shop. That's not what I do. Can I roll insight? Yeah, can I roll absolutely, insight? Absolutely, can roll <laughs> insight. Business has not been good recently for shanty town pawn shop owners. From what I yeah. <laughs> that's true. I have a sixteen. I got a ten. Um, you don't detect any insincerity in his protestation. Mm. Um, he says, he says, well, Gwen, I'm, I'm not sure what I can do for you. I can, it is Gwen, right? That's what you said your name was last yes. time you were, well, the, I guess the imposter was here. It says, Actually, um, and, and it was uh, Cleric, right? <laughs> Zori's glasses, Cleric? Paladin. Paladin. I think. Yeah. We're, we're actually guessing it was a um, cleric of, or a paladin of Matthias that was impersonated. Oh, this is terrible, terrible. Uh, Excuse me. Says, um, and the rest of you, are you uh, Gwyn's bodyguards? Or? We are his yes. friends. Yes, and that. Not his bodyguards. Oh, oh well, welcome. We can be. The shop? If there's anything in the shop that I can help you with. He says, I, I do carry all sorts of magical baubles. <clears throat> Do you have a necklace of proof against detection? Uh, he says, I've got an amulet, I've got a ring, I've got a belt. He says, you can, however, whatever matches your sartorial style. How much for each of them? Uh, he says, I sell them for 250 gold pieces apiece. A very oh, you already told us that. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, he says, now, Gwen, uh, you, you all look around. Um, obviously, uh, Take your time, Gwen. If uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll show you the bill of sale, of course. Okay. Huh. And he takes you to a back room, and he pulls out a big book, and he opens it up, and flips through some pages, and then swings it around to show you. And you see uh, two, one, Gervais Winston, Archer Neville, or Gervais Winston, Earlham Neville Archer. Uh, it has the date. Uh, and you see that the sword was sold for 25,000 gold pieces. Son of a bitch. Oof, you're not this getting is, that um, thing back. Is, I can make a copy <laughs> of this if you wish to give it to the authorities or if it'll help you in any sort of manner. I, I, think we're, I think we're past the point of authorities assisting in this, in this manner. But um, I, wanted to, I was wondering, was there anything of value, anything unique? Um, something that wasn't just gold pieces that you gave this person, um, something that I might be able to locate later. 
Mm. Uh, he says, I'm afraid not. He says, um, for transactions that large, he says, I gave him a, a bank note uh, that he would then, you know, cash at the bank for platinum or transfer to his account or whatever the case may be. Okay. I offered, I offered to um, send one of my security folks around with them to make sure he got to the bank safely, but he declined. <laughs> Probably changed faces in 15 feet outside your door. So. Terrible business. Yeah. Terrible business that. Well, just on the off chance, on the off chance I'm able to put together that kind of cash, would I be able to buy back my possession at cost? He says, I... It wouldn't be anytime soon. <laughs> he says, um, well, I'm afraid I do have a buyer lined up that's willing to pay 50,000 gold pieces. So much money. Well, I, I guess I'm not... I think you can probably easily tell. I'm not a collector. <laughs> he says, I could, I could give you a deal on another sword. I think that would be, you know, I, I just want to be clear. I'm not, you know, I don't bear you any ill will for this. Oh, I would certainly hope not. Um, this person certainly. I, you, I was just, I'm sure you can imagine my, I mean, the person comes in, looks exactly like you. Um, With the same yeah, sword I mean, that you had a few days prior. Yeah. What, uh, what kind of, what kind of deal are we talking about? Uh, he says, uh, well, tell me what kind of sword you'd like, and I can, I can spitball you an offer. I don't remember how, how good of a sword that was. Just something, uh, something that it was wasn't actually as good as it got sold for. Uh, yeah, it's just because it, it was an antique, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was an, an uncommon sword. It was actually a, a bone counter mace that uh, turned into a sword for your convenience. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's like a, wasn't it like a plus two or something? I thought it was plus I two. don't think so. I think mean, I just gave you uh, coins when you I killed. Gave you stuff. money every time you killed an undead thing. Um, let me look it up. I thought it was. I thought it was more than that. I don't think it was a plus two. Oh no, it was plus two. Yeah, plus okay, two yeah. Gold counter. It was rare. So okay, yeah. Um, well, how so, much is a plus two sword? Um, I don't know. Uh, so it would be, um, he says they, they can range from, you know, up to 5,000 gold pieces, he says, but, uh, uh, on the low end, he says you could find something. He says, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, I will give you any, any sword that is, um, a two on the Altair scale, a two AS sword. Uh, uh, he says, I'll give you any two AS sword for, um, uh, 1,500 gold pieces. It's quite the deal I'm offering you. I normally wouldn't offer this to anybody else, but um, I do feel for you, and you do seem like a you know, paladin of good repute, what with your, your child worship and all that. Uh, assuming, of course, this isn't some other trick. <laughs> yeah. says, that would be quite, quite the... Um, he says, but I don't see a large <laughs> pair of um, you know, brass. Well, yes. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, any 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 uh, plus two Altair scale sword. Well, well, I'll I'll talk it over with my friends and see if we can if we're, we're willing to part with that. Might want to 
might want to look into like a, you know, some kind of gem of true sight or something like that for larger purchases in the, in the future. Uh, he says, if you have one to sell to me, I'd be gladly take it. <laughs> he says, a gem of true sight is quite valuable. The second one we find will be on your way. I think we want to keep one for ourselves. So, but so shall we rejoin my friends and I kind of head back out front and say, well, <clears throat> the sword is completely gone. Zori sold it uh, for 25,000 gold. So we're never seeing that again. <laughs> um, but but uh, Oster was kind enough to uh, make an offer on a, on a more modern plus two sword or two on the Altair, Altaria scale. Altair scale, yeah. Two plus, a plus Altair. two AS or, yeah. or plus two for short sword. Yeah. <laughs> um, for 1,500 gold. That's not bad. Yeah. So, I mean, it's up to, it's up to you guys if you think it's, if you think it's worth it, but I think having a magical weapon in your paladin's hand would probably be beneficial. Is it a vote? Let's just get what it. I, yeah. <laughs> what need I, sword. You need Go. a sword. Get the sword. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take the sword then. Matt, can you make magical weapons? Uh, depends on yes. what rules Chris has for that. He can. It's uh, just expensive and takes a while. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I was thinking about getting um, a magic weapon, considering my most recent life change. <laughs> is that, is that just based on? Are you just using the Xanathar's guide rules for that for crafting, yeah. Chris? Okay. Yeah. So, depending on what you want, that's going to determine how expensive and how long it's going to take. Uh, you could get a plus one sword here for 500 gold pieces. So. Okay. Are you guys cool if we take that out of the party bag too? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, and the, let me know if you want me to list off some more. For This is for both of you, I guess. Some more of the exotic swords that might be uh, on, on mm. offer here. Sure. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Shopping. Yeah. Shopping montage. I'm ready to go ahead and get the ring. Okay. Well. Uh, the ring of uh, amulet of uh, proof of blah 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 blah. blah <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. That's the exactly. one. That's the um, one. You, uh, yeah, you can just just add the amulet, and then you can just customize it to whatever sort of. Okay. Okay. And then for the two swords, it would be 200 platinum, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess we decide to go first at, or first class in this next little. <laughs> um, oh, it's Ostorn, not whatever I said. Is the bubble popping getting on anybody's nerves? Can you guys hear that at all? I'm hearing it. It's fine. Yeah. Good. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, 
so you um uh, all right so rare sword uh there's a dragon slayer sword uh it gives only plus one to attack and damage but it does have a 3d6 this would be a rare sword so this would be a 1500 sword um I mean, how often are we going to run into dragons? Yeah. Uh, you could forego the plus two bonus and get a flame tongue sword. Uh, set the sword of fire. It deals an extra 2d6. That's 1,500 gold. Uh, two flashes. Let's see here. Uh, you, uh, Nithis, you could get a sword of warning. Mm hmm. Um, so no, no bonus, but you can't be surprised. Don't you get like advantage? You get advantage on initiative rolls, or you either you could get a weapon of plus one or plus two, um, um, or uh, you could also get a. Um, is there any other ones here? Yeah, that's probably that's probably all that you'd be interested in. There. So, you said the flame tongue. It wasn't plus anything, but it just did an extra d6 of fire damage. Two d6, but that's a fifteen hundred blade. Yeah, um, I just get a plus one, like a short sword. Okay. Oh, oh my. Which one are you going to go for, Gwen? I think just the plus two. Okay. Regular old. So you three got your magic items. Any magical items for you, 88? How much have we spent so far? Uh, 2, you spent 2,250 gold. Um, um, Does he have a belt of hill giant strength? Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, that's an uncommon item. It's rare. Rare. Um, I will let the dice decide. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to roll these um, D100s. Uh, and if it's a 25 or lower, um, they do. Actually, I got a 23. Nice. How much would he like for that? Uh, it's rare. Um, he says, normally I'd charge, normally I'd charge 5,000 gold pieces for it, but uh, I'm willing to cut you a deal sell to you for three because of you know, your deal that y'all have been through. Um, what about um, 2200 and this gem of brightness? <laughs> you just got that back. Doesn't I know, but I don't need it anymore. <laughs> oh. But it is worth 500 gold, so... <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. Uh, skill. With advantage. Persuasion. With advantage. Nice. 
Because it is very nice. Oh, Jesus. Hopefully, advantage works. Oh, goddamn. 12. Um, he says, I think that thing's worth about 500. So, how about 2,500 of the gem? That's fair. Do you want to haggle anymore, 88? <laughs> I am not good at negotiation. Um, <laughs> would you like? Would you like me to? I'm phenomenal at it. I mean, I it's it's fine. That's what it's worth. It's worth 500. And I think I actually got it for less than that. So we, I am making a net profit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's fine. 2,500 in the gem of brightness. So I will take that out of my equipment. Deal. I get it. Those gold coins, gold gold coins, definitely burning a hole in y'all's yeah. pocket. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, Does what is money anything for? that would increase AC? All sorts of things. What are you? Ooh, you should get a tattoo, Brinley. Get a tattoo. Um, That's what I have. Are you looking for like? Uh, I'll hold out my barrier tattoo and show it to her. It's really awesome. Uh, they all—they all require attunement. Is there? Is that? Oh, they that do. You... Yeah. Mm. I have a open attunement slot. Yes. Nice. You could get an amulet of health and be like banished. Um, so there's like uh, bracers of protection, or um, uh, I mean, th there, there's those are all pretty kind of common things. So. Uh, what does Brinley need? Like more armor or is that it? Uh, well, so I am a druid, so I'm limited in what armor and stuff I can wear. Okay. There's rings of protection, cloaks of protection. What's the barrier tattoo do you <clears throat> Um, It gives me, let's see here. I have the rare version and it gives me AC 15 plus my deck. Which for me puts me at a 16. It's way higher than I would normally have. And how much was that? What's your. Uh, it's rare. So that it'd one's probably a thousand, be, right? It'd probably be uh, somewhere around 2,000, 1,000 to 2,000, somewhere in there. You might oh, want, I only. I, you might want to. I only how much would a ring be? Um, a ring of protection is also rare, uh, but it also gives you a plus one to all your saving throws. So it's probably 2,500. Okay, well, we cannot afford that currently. Cloak of protection is uncommon. You can pick one of those up for 250. That gives you, oh, that also gives you plus one to your AC and saving throws. Oh, yeah, I'll get the cloak then. Yeah. I, Where I the guess... hell do I have this tattoo when I could just have a fucking cloak? Because the <laughs> tattoo gives you plus five and the cloak only gives you plus one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it does? Yeah, so your base AC is 10 plus your dex. The tattoo makes it 15 oh, plus your dex. I see, I see, I see. That's real good. All right. So, um, oh, because it would be 11. Yeah, that, never mind. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you, you can pick up a cloak of protection. Not a problem. You, you might want to, down the line, we might want to think about Amelia the Health, too. Because that would be, that would pop your HP up a lot. <laughs> that's what a calamity had. Um, yeah. Those are hard to find and very expensive. I, yeah, I'd imagine. Given their utility. <laughs> uh, the cloak of protection, however, uncommon and uh, 
fairly readily available. So you can also choose what color you want. He has them in a rainbow array of them. Cool. Let's see a black one. <laughs> Friendly scoff face. Just going <laughs> full on villain. I like died. Life is pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much did we end up spending for 88 stuff? Uh, 2,500. So 250 platinum. <laughs> Give it a movable rot. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand your obsession. I, you know, doesn't make any sense. There are there are so many potential uses that I forget about constantly when that actually would have been helpful. We're down to slightly less than three thousand dollars. Yeah, we burned through that real quick. We did. You have all you have about the same amount of money you had before you did the great fabric caper, but you're also much richer in magic items. So you know that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm, Plus, and we're I'm, getting ready to go on a quest, so. And I'm and I'm not. The thing that I worried worried about was, like, coming up against something that requires a magical weapon because I didn't have. One. Yeah, something that needed magic to be hit. No. Well, all right, you all are covered on that. Um, with that, you're thanked for your business, and then I'm assuming you head on down to the temple that you're very familiar with at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you head Go back down towards the uh, uh, ruby and sapphire spear ends, which are across the street from each other. Uh, when is this your first time back in that area? No, I guess you you were resurrected there, so you've been so yeah. Yeah. All still fresh. Um, I get a little bit of a chill. Yeah, uh, you you walked by the the um, I think it was the sapphire spear was the one that you guys were in when the yeah Zori attacked. You see the boarded up window still. The <laughs> uh, but you make your way to the temple of Mashiha, where the uh, you come in and the the priest seems to be there waiting for you. Oh, that's intimidating. Of course. A, a a just sort of a welcoming look on the mask. Oh, Hello. great. Hello. You are ready to begin your repayment, my Shihan. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Kind of assume you knew that. <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. Well, have a seat and we will fill you in on what needs to be done. And they kind of gesture towards one of the pews with a kind of a little more somber look on their face. Sit down. Yes, we wait. I would ask that they say with a look of trepidation on the mask that this conversation not be repeated outside of this room, but your fates are yours to choose what you do with. Okay. As is this favor is a story that does not necessarily look favorably upon my Shiha. Mm. A quizzical look at the man. 
Where to begin? My Shiha was playing a series of games of chance with Calamity and kept winning. Calamity suspected that my Shiha was likely cheating, even though that was not the case. As you know, the gods are forbidden from affecting the mortal plane. However, shortly after this incident occurred, one of our most holy temples we found was unavailable to us. No one who worshipped Maishiha could enter the temple. So we hired some sellswords, you'd call them, to investigate the temple. They did not come back. We, we hired some better sellswords to investigate the temple. They did not come back. My Shiha thinks that you all are perhaps up to the task. Uh -huh. And how Sounds long has fun. this temple been off network or whatever? She says um, for nearly a hundred years. Oh. When, when we, we, after the second set of cell swords failed to come back. The priests in their divinations to our God just received the response, wait. Wait? Wait. Oh. How, did, how did we prove we were worthy by dying twice, Atticus? Not my question, it's not my place to question the Wisdom of my Shiha. Oh, okay. So, my Shiha was gambling with Calamity. Calamity thought he was cheating. They were cheating. And then a temple became inaccessible. Correct. So, we're walking into some sort of Calamity pit trap? She gives kind of a uh, embarrassed look on the mask and says something to that effect, I'm sure. We are unable to investigate it ourselves. Anyone that is a fervent believer in my Shiha has been barred entry. Was it, like, was it like immediately after the game or was there a gap? Suspiciously timed after the, after the <laughs> dispute. <laughs> Of course, Calamity um, denies any any culpability in the incident. She would. She would. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she would indeed. <laughs> Much like making her friends drugged breakfast. <laughs> I mean, um, she would deny it even, maybe even especially if she had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is this temple at? <clears throat> She says, um, north of Dragon Shadow Peak. Oh, so oh. still here on, on these islands? She says, yes. Um, my Shiha um, came into her, uh, came into her um, uh, powers here in Hokkaido. 
Do I have any inkling of where this place is? Um, roll me a, uh, I guess it'd be a history check. <laughs> oh, 15. Uh, yeah, you've heard, um, um, you've heard of the uh, Maishi Hall kind of like head temple at Dakota, O-K-O-T-A, um, which is a um, kind of a harbor city uh, north of the peaks. Um, there's a kind of a natural kind of sound like uh, bay that kind of comes deep into the uh, island up there. Uh, it's on that. Okay. I will relay that to the group. Do I know it well enough to find it, or or would it be best to get directions and maybe um, a, a priest says, uh, "Oh, we would um we would send you to a Maishiha temple nearby. You wouldn't need to travel all the way there. We would not want to risk your safety in the in the wilds because <laughs> it's so dangerous in the woods." <laughs> yeah. Before we can risk our lives for you, we wouldn't want to risk our lives just. Out now. If yeah. we could, if we could go in and clear the temple out ourselves, we would. <laughs> I'm not trying to be salty. I know it came out that way. I'm <laughs> wrapping my head around it. Okay. Well, so what time is it here? Uh, it's pretty early in the day. It's like, oh no, wait, you got lost for a bit. So it's like mid afternoon. Hmm. So. This temple's been abandoned <coughs> for about a hundred years. You guys have sent two mercenary groups in. The first group was just some Joes, right? Just some guys yeah, with some yeah. swords. How powerful oh. was the second group? She says they were of better renown, but surely nothing compared to your prowess. Okay. Were they both affiliated with Maishiha or just hired by you? They're hired. We, we, um, my Shiha believers can't enter the temple. What makes you think that? Oh, and they just never returned. It's you don't know whether they got into the temple or not. We saw them go in, we didn't see them come out. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Um, I don't do really this. have any other questions. I'm very curious as to what's going on. <laughs> Get in, figure out the deal, and try to open the doors for Maishiha. Seems seems straightforward enough. So do you want to transport us there now, or should we grab an in? You're ready to go. Yeah. There Anything any, uh, we need to do? <laughs> are there any you know, special environmental conditions we need to be aware of? Like raining frogs or something. Yeah. We're not going to the moon. <laughs> it's calamity. You never know. Well, we she won't know that. until, until we, we get in the temple. Calamity <laughs> yeah. is the god of mischief and tricks. So be prepared for anything. <laughs> All right. I think we're ready to, to go. Okay. Um, Let's get it done. Uh, the um, priest uh, 
traces a, a sigil on the floor, and uh, a moment later, you all are in a eerily similar room. Uh, uh, though, um, uh, and in fact, there oh, you almost wonder if you didn't transport at all because there's priests standing in front of you. <laughs> though it is a little cooler here. They say, uh, "What's priest, up?" Priest informed me of your arrival. And oh. you are? Um, you may call me probably. Yeah. Hello, uh, probably we should get a good night's sleep before we Sorry. go into this place, right? Accommodations have been prepared for you. Oh. oh right. um, I, I like their ability to plan ahead. Uh, you um, step outside um, uh, you, and a and the smell of kind of salt wafts past your nose as you uh, look out uh, and you're on a hill that's overlooking this large kind of um, body of uh, water. I look around. Do I see Dragon Shadow? You don't. So, yeah, so it's far enough away that we can't see the mountain anymore? Correct. Wow, that's a ways. This is very north. Mm-hmm. Um, if you uh, if you look at your um, uh, concise Western Aristica handout I gave you, yeah, you are uh, kind of on the you'll 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 see the uh, kind of sound like thing I was talking about. You are uh, kind of in the north uh, northwest corner of that. So uh, Is that the little divot out of the east side, west side, or west west side. Yeah, there's like a large bay. And then kind of goes into sort of a sound sort of thing. Um, oh, okay. Further south is where I uh, And uh, yeah, you are um, in uh, up in there. I'll give you an exact location oh, next time. Cool. Uh, out of the out of the dragons, out of the dragon shadow shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Cool. Yeah, so you all are led across the street to a, a tavern called the Sleeping Badger, Aww. which has got just a, a real kind of um, Hawaii uh, badger logo on it. It's very cute. Nice. As you come inside, uh, you see uh, just a, a very nice, a very nice inn um, uh, with a uh, just very fine appointments and uh, people that are well dressed. Fancy. Yeah, and you all uh, have a assuming an evening, drinking and eating and resting. Um, uh, unless there's anything you want to do before you wake up the next morning and go on your adventure, that's probably where we'll put a pin in it for this time. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Hey, we made it a whole whole session. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I kept expecting yeah. you to like end it. <laughs> like, okay, we're gonna stop now. Oh, okay.